Hello and welcome to Food Plus Freedom, a solution-based podcast and website for freedom-loving people, where you get solutions to feeding, buying supplies, and finding freedom for your family without always depending on big government, big business, or big agriculture. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, visit our website, foodplusfreedom.com, for more podcasts and articles. Hello, I'm Janet Davis. Today is September 7th, 2023. This is episode two. It's a Q&A bonus. Each month, I'll take the top questions people ask me through, throughout the month through email and posts and questions I get from talking to people, and I'll create a podcast around them. So you have any questions, email me at support at foodplusfreedom.com. I will answer you. Now, on with the show. So the questions for this month are, some of them are personal in nature, but we'll just go for it anyhow. First question I get all the time, did I grow up learning how to can, stock, etc.? No, not at all. In fact, I didn't start canning until I was in my mid-20s. My father did have a garden, and I wish I had listened much more closely because I can't ask him anymore because he's not here on earth. But besides having some fruit trees in the backyard and my dad doing a little bit of gardening, I was not exposed to anything except let's run to the grocery store three or four times a week. Yeah, it was only a mile and a half away. Let's just go. So no, the mindset I live now is not the mindset I grew up with at all. So it may have been a huge adjustment, but it really wasn't. It was adjustment I made bit by bit as I was going through my life. Question number two, what made me decide to start creating my own food? Well, 32 plus years ago, when I got pregnant with my first child, I started reading labels. I thought, what the heck is in my child's food? And back then, there wasn't a lot of information out, and there wasn't the internet like it is now by any means. And I started reading the labels of baby food, and it had added sugar and added starch and all sorts of crap. And I kept thinking, what do I want this in my baby? And why do I want it in me? So that moment standing there going, I am not feeding my child this, made me start learning how to grow my own food. I've had some years that have been very successful. I've had other years that have just been just huge flops Some being my issues, some being because we were moving, some being because of the weather, some being because I didn't have the knowledge or I was doing too much. But again, it was bit by bit, doing it one food at a time and creating a group of people that was doing the same thing. I get this question asked a lot. Number three, are you a prepper? I always say, what are you prepping for? You have to define that word. Um, In the sense of prepping for the apocalypse, no. Everything I do is so that I can have food now and tomorrow. 
sometimes people look at, I need to have food in 25 years and I need it stored. Well, what about within those 25 years? You have to be able to feed yourself and your family if there's a snowstorm, if the power goes out, if you lose your job, just everyday things. You know, I'm not waiting for the world to go insane. It's already there. Uh, you know, am I waiting for supply issues? We've already had them. So in a nutshell, I'm not waiting for anything. And I don't think you should be waiting for anything either. You should start creating food freedom in a way that works for you. And that's my philosophy of what I'm doing. I'm creating food and supplies for my family, friends, with friends around us to be prepared for whatever happens. Just be prepared for tomorrow. It starts with my mindset and moves through actions. One example is how we milk. Yes, we are fortunate enough to have a milk cow now. And yes, there will be a whole podcast on how we milk because we do it a tiny bit differently. And everybody does. And we do a milk share, meaning we leave the calf on. And this gives us control over when we're milking, when we're not. And I always say I get milk, but I also get freedom. Question four. How do you grow food if you don't have a green thumb? I believe having a green thumb is a myth. We're all very good at things that are important to us. Sometimes they come easily, and sometimes we have to work very hard at it. But mostly we have to understand what we're doing. Yes, there is a learning curve, and for some people, it's a bigger learning curve than others. My best gardening years have been failures somehow. So I suggest find something you want to grow and start. If it's a seed of lettuce, start with lettuce. Start with a starter plant. Start with a seed. Start with a succulent. Start with something so you're just growing. Once you get hooked on growing, you'll start growing more and more of what you want and what you need. If you love flowers, start with flowers. I personally have not grown my own food every year since I started my journey. Some years it just didn't happen. If you can't grow it, find someone local who does and who grows it how you would want it to be grown. There's that saying, get your food from a small farmer because they don't have enough customers to want to kill any of them. And they eat their own food. Question five. Is organic food the best food to buy? Yes, no, and maybe. This subject will also be an entire podcast at some point. Yes, you don't want your food genetically modified or bioengineered or sprayed with synthetic pesticides. But there are some things organic farming is now allowed to do that I wouldn't want done to my food. So in my opinion, the best food is the ones you get from a local source and you can ask, how is it grown? Then decide if you want to eat it or not. If you're buying from stores, having something that is quote-unquote supposedly organic, in my opinion, is better than buying not because there are some regulations they are trying to meet. That has to be a preference, and I know it's more money, so you have to weigh it on eating well, eating at all, and eating healthy sometimes. But that's just my feeling on it. Number six, I get this asked a lot. Do you need a rooster to have eggs? No. 
You need a rooster to have fertile eggs and to create new chicks, but you don't need a rooster for hens to lay eggs. They are like any other animal. The hen has an egg. It drops it to be fertilized. If it's fertilized, it can turn into a baby chick. If not, it's just an egg. A chicken just happens to drop or create an egg every 23 to 35 hours or so, depending on the breed and time of year. We have some hens that lay daily and others that give us several eggs a week. So no, you don't need a rooster to have eggs. Number seven, do you have to do it all yourself? No, no, no. Are you kidding? You can try and more kudos to you. And those that do do it all, that's just fantastic. Most people do it with groups. But you have to decide what it's is acceptable in your food, what you're willing to do without as you create your food freedom and don't apologize for any of it because you know what is best for you and your family. Even though it may not seem convenient, <laughs> who's kidding? It's not convenient, but that's part of the world's plan. The world wants to make it harder for you to have your food. So let's tick them off and just grow some more food. Just do things one at a time. And don't worry if you make mistakes. Where you live, eat some junk food here and there, etc. Just be aware and do the best you can and be free. And our final question for today, number eight. Do you have to have land in order to start having food freedom? No. You have to have a mindset to start having food freedom. And that is one of the things we do talk about in these episodes and on the website. And what I mean by mindset is you have to look at the world differently than you're probably taught to. And you have to look at your food. And just because you decide not to have something doesn't mean you're doing without and it's bad. You're doing without because you want to, which makes it good. Well, thanks for listening. We have a new podcast out every Tuesday and Thursday. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. You can find our website at foodplusfreedom.com. On social media, we're on Twitter, Food Plus Freedom, Truth Social at Food Plus Freedom, Podbean, we're foodplusfreedom.podbean.com, and on Telegram, food underscore plus underscore freedom. If you have any tips or questions, send them to me in an email, support at foodplusfreedom.com. If we use it on the air, we will give you credit if you let us. And now it's time for info tip of the day. Let's talk cattle. Whenever you see a cow in the field, you call it a cow. Well, I'm here to set the record straight so you know a little cow or cattle or bovine terminology. If you're familiar with cattle, you're probably rolling your eyes. If you're not, well, how are you supposed to know? You only know what you're told through media, and they have been wrong. A cow is technically a female bovine. A bull is a male bovine that can have offsprings. A steer is a male bovine 
that has been castrated and his testicles have been removed and cannot have offsprings. It goes by his chromosomes, not by what he looks like. Now that we have that straight, let's talk about horns. All the cartoons and pictures and storybooks that we grew up with, we've always seen pictures of sweet cows in the field, eating grass, waiting to be milk, or big bulls with horns. But this isn't the case. Horns, or polled, which is a non-horned animal, is the same thing as the sex. It's chromosomes, nothing more. A cow can have horns or not have horns. A bull could have horns or not have horns. And here's a little twist. A cow can be born, or a bull could be born, with horns, but if the owner doesn't want it to have horns, that animal could be dehorned. So it may look like it doesn't have any horns, but genetically, it does. Some breeds, like Dexers, can be either polled or horned. Black Angus are generally polled. So the next time you're looking in the field and you see a bunch of cattle, don't assume that they're horned or dehorned. And don't assume if they're a cow or bull by their horns. Now you know. Until next time, grow food, eat local, and be free. <laughs>